You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, guys, and welcome back to PS Meet Me at Stage Door. You are here with your host, Tori, and my co-host here, Libby. Hi, everyone. And we are back again to talk all things theatre. And this week, we're actually going to be talking about... We're talking about upcoming Australian shows. Yeah, exciting. (laughs) We have some shows that are coming to Australia for the first time, some shows that are, you know, doing a rerun in Australia, shows like Secret Garden that are coming back. So we're super excited. There's a lot of new theatre and stuff that we haven't had a chance to see yet coming to Australia in the coming two years. It's very exciting. Hi guys, it's just Victoria here. Just jumping in really quickly at the beginning of this episode. uh, Just to have a really quick moment just to um, kind of chat about kind of what's just been happening um, in the world at the moment, um, uh, I'm sure as most of you are aware currently, um, everything's a bit of a mess with the coronavirus and COVID-19 going around and that has had a massive, massive, massive impact um, in the world of theatre um, and it really, it's devastating the effects that it's that, that it's having in general and of course that it affects something that we all just care so much about and is such a big part of our lives. I know um, for Libby and I, it's affecting our work currently and for so many people we know, um, it's just affecting so many different facets and creative points in our lives. Um, So obviously some of the stuff that we do talk about in this podcast with upcoming shows right now, that's all a bit up in the air as to are these shows going ahead are they being postponed are they being cancelled there's not a lot of solid information for us yet because obviously those are all really big decisions that producers and stuff have to make in regards to the shows that we're talking about but of course the main things to focus on right now is just trying to stay positive stay happy and healthy and safe I know it has such a big impact if you have bought tickets for a show that is no longer going ahead we do urge you to, you know, donate those tickets, like the money from the tickets back to the theatre that you bought them from because theatres and production companies are going out of business left, right and centre because of this. And obviously we know this, you know, you can't control things like this, viruses, but um, yeah, just know we're here for you. We understand everything's a little bit of a mess right now, but we will get through and we will overcome, so... 
that's all from me for now, but uh, enjoy the episode. I think we should probably start with the biggest thing to come to Australia Yes, this coming year, <laughs> which I am very excited about. And I know some people can't stand to listen to it anymore because they're either parents and have listened to the theme song a million times, but that is Frozen. I have to admit, you know, the cold never bothered me anyway. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh wow. <laughs> so the casting has just really recently actually been released and exciting. someone that I'm super keen to see in it is um Courtney Monsma and I'm so sorry if I've butchered your name in the, in trying to say it but I I've actually I didn't even realize I just recently saw her in 6 um at the Opera oh, House. Really? She looks completely different in that show and she, she was does. amazing in 6 and I personally honestly didn't know a lot about her before seeing her in 6 and she just looks like such a cute little pocket rocket and she has this amazing voice and as soon as I saw the casting for that I was like yeah she's someone that for me seeing her in Australian theatre she's a fresher face I'm very excited about that a fresh face like her is incredible she is actually also from the Gold Coast so (gasps) yeah so that's how I know her um I've definitely seen her perform before and she's incredible and it's really awesome to see a new person you know break out and I know that she's been in six which is huge yeah, and but so she's taking on such a huge role yeah, like as I'm Princess free, Anna yeah. in Frozen Disney's Frozen it's so exciting and I think she's gonna do a brilliant job she's definitely got the personality and the like effervescence and the, the stage the presence fun and yes. the quirky and just like the joy that you need to play that character like the the positivity but I can also see where the you know emotional hurt and like the yes. connection of sisters is really going to come into it for her. And Gemma Ricks has actually been announced as playing Elsa, which is super exciting. And I remember seeing her in Wicked and she did a brilliant job and she has the powerhouse voice that you need for Elsa. I think, um, though, what I really love about Courtney being cast was that that she was an unknown. So I would have actually loved to also seen Elsa be cast as an unknown because I feel like Frozen as a musical it has its name it has the name so you yeah. don't actually need the name which is what Gemma Ricks brings is her name she's Gemma Ricks she's incredible yeah. she has the big voice she has she has the queenly presence and I totally agree I'm super excited to see her play this role um I've seen it on Broadway so I've seen Casey Levi go oh, on as wow. Elsa um and I think that she definitely brings the powerhouse aspect but it's frozen Kids are going to see Disney, they're going to see Frozen, mm-hmm. and that that's what's going to draw them into it. Um, but no, I think it's a super exciting casting, and yeah. we're so excited to see Courtney Monsman. Again, I've probably just ruined it. Um, <laughs> I'm so excited to see her, because obviously, like I said, we've seen her in Six. You've yeah. seen her before on the Gold Coast. She is, you know, it's definitely, while she's not quite an unknown, it's still such a fresh face to get to see on such a big, big stage level. and in that role it's an iconic role and I think that she's gonna absolutely smash it out of the park definitely is and we're looking forward to seeing what the ensemble and everything like what yeah. who comes out in the ensemble I have it was actually quite tough because uh, I definitely you know I I did apply for Frozen but they were really looking for older people which is really interesting so a lot of the people that I know who did get in the room were yeah. a lot older because they were looking for a, a bit more experience. So I'm really excited to see yeah, who... Yeah, because I guess they, they really want that presence yes, on stage definitely. that screams, you know... A bit more maturity. And especially so. when you think of Disney, it's so... It's 
everything flows, but it's also really precise. Like they know exactly what they oh, want. Oh, definitely. It's also being directed by Michael Grandage. I totally butchered that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Today is an episode all about butchering, butchering names. names. <laughs> anyway, so he's directing it and you've got Rob Ashford who's doing the choreography, which is incredible. And there's also music and lyrics by Christian Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez who <gasps> actually power couple. power couple, which is incredible. I would uh, I would die for that relationship. Like, don't get me wrong. I love you, babe. But <laughs> to have that kind of like... They wrote the original music for Frozen and obviously Frozen 2. Yeah. To be able to write, like, obviously all Disney songs are memorable in their own way. Definitely. But, like, personally, Frozen's one of those ones, you just, you remember all the songs. Let It Go is my jam, and I know that it's oh, overdone, look, but... I'll never, honestly, from being completely candid, I... I, I, I've never really gotten sick of Let It Go. I know no. that so many people were, like, so over it. But to have the capability to write music that people hear so much that they ultimately get sick of listening to and it. And that little kids love. I love that. Oh. I love when little kids just are singing like crazy. I have a little cousin. And on the <laughs> weekend... So, for a little bit of context, both Tori and I do a bit of Disney princess work as being Disney princesses. For birthday parties For birthday and parties stuff. and things. And so, not Disney princesses, sorry. What are they called? Um, princesses. princesses. We're party princesses. Party princesses. Anyway, and Tori actually does Anna. And so, my little cousin, I was, I guess, <laughs> babysitting her. And she is the most adorable little tiny thing you can imagine. And she was obsessed with Frozen. And so I told her that I was friends with Anna and proceeded to show her photos of my friend Anna. And we sent a video to Tori. And then on the weekend, Tori actually dressed up as Anna and she sent a sent video. Her little video. She sent a little video back and apparently she, uh, in the video, she said, how about next time you come and visit us in Arendelle? And now she will not stop talking about <laughs> how she has to go and see Anna and Elsa in Arendelle, which is very adorable. Which <laughs> I just like seeing, like getting to like, I can't even imagine what Courtney must be feeling because yes. kids are going to look up at her now and be like, that's Princess Anna. Because I know for me, whenever I've done these events and I've um, been Anna, the way kids react and they just, they love you and they want to, like, they want to be when they look up to you and it's just... It's a beautiful thing. Oh, it warms my heart so much and it brings me so much joy getting to do that. So I can't imagine how excited she must be to get to go on and play this iconic role, singing these iconic, beautiful songs written mm. by this most amazing power couple that there is. And it's just... That's what Frozen brings to the table. Kids are going to just enjoy it. And that's the beautiful thing about Frozen. And it's a great way also, because I feel like for me, my very first musical that I ever seen, saw, sorry, the first musical that I think I ever saw was actually Lion King. So, you know, it's a... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it's a, it's a Disney. Um, It's a Disney and it's, it's part of what got me into music theater and got us seeing it. So I feel like, for the next generation, this is a great way to get kids actually physically into a theatre, yes. get them to see it, get to get them to see the art of theatre and music theatre and, you know, sharing your emotions in the story. And it's just going to bring kids, more kids in, the next generation of kids. So I'm just, I'm so excited to get to see it and 
be, you know, part of it even in a small way of being someone that gets to go and see it myself. Definitely. And there's also Hamilton, <gasps> which is coming to Australia, which I think everyone can agree is oh. incredible. What oh, a good yeah. year of music theatre coming to Australia. Yeah. Very exciting. And oh my God, I can't I can't even wait to see what tickets are going to be like <gasps> to get. The wait list has been open already for two years. Two years. Two Jeez. years. It's been open since I the end I of 2018. <laughs> I will... I will sell organs to get a ticket to see Hamilton, just to see it and be part of that spectacle and the story it tells and the history behind it. It's just going to be amazing to get to see. It had such a huge impact in America and even in Australia. The music actually brought so many people who aren't into music theatre to be into music theatre. I remember talking to someone recently and they said, oh, you do music theatre? I was like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, like Hamilton. That's the only musical that I know. And it's incredible that um, 20-year-olds are so into Hamilton, even if they really dislike music theatre. So it's exciting that it's coming to Australia. And it's amazing how Lin-Manuel Miranda was actually able to create a show that involves history. It brings young people into Mm -hmm. theatre. It brings everyone together because... There are so many different components that go into Hamilton that have brought so many people in. Like, the subject matter, it's, it's you know, a fun, funky, fresh way to get history in there as well and show the full depth of history in a way that gets people listening and gets people's attention. Because, obviously, he also did In the Heights, which, whilst is an amazing show, probably didn't get anywhere near as much attention as Hamilton. As soon mm. as Hamilton came out, it was like... A sensation from the start. Wow, it definitely was. Another new show that's coming, well, I guess it's actually not new. new. It's an older show, but something that I am so, so, so stoked to see is The Secret Garden is going to be uh, returning to Australia in 2020, and it's being produced by Opera Australia and John Frost, of course. And it's going to be for the 25th anniversary production, which is actually going to be reuniting the original Broadway creative team. That original Broadway creative team included the director, Susan Shulman, the choreographer, Michael Litchfield, and scenic designer, Heidi Eitenberg, with costume design by Catherine Zuba. And that's amazing that they're being reunited for the 25th anniversary of the show. And the casting has actually just come out quite, quite recently, about a week ago. And I'm personally, someone I'm just so excited to see in this production is Georgina Hobson, who, of course, she's been in Australia theatre for quite a few years now and probably I'd say within the last two years has been moving her way up the ranks and now she's taking on the iconic role of Lily in Secret Garden which I think she is perfectly suited for and as soon as I saw that casting I was just over the moon she's going to absolutely kill it in that role and I mean obviously I don't really personally know her but it just makes you proud seeing someone that's worked their way up in it and being able to go hey I can do that Definitely. And I saw the promotional video of her singing and it was sensational. It was so stunning. And I, she's also from the Gold Coast. Crazy how many Gold Coast people are here in Sydney <laughs> just making a music theatre. It's amazing. I personally feel left out. Ah, I know. You should have been in the Gold Coast. <laughs> That's where it's at. Um, so I actually remember meeting her a few times. She came to one of my shows and I met her afterwards and she is the most beautiful, like just generous person. And I saw her in, 
what was the show? Mary Poppins in the oh. at the Gold Coast. And she was phenomenal. And I knew from then I was like, she's got star power. She's gonna be incredible. And she just did ragtime and I saw videos of her singing in that and it oh was Oh my god, that insane her in that absolutely broke me. It was insane. So I guess sitting on the side you can be so proud of someone when you you're rooting for new up and coming people who are just purely talented doing well it's really yeah, nice to see. and it's it's just really exciting to see them because you know there were some other people in that cast as well that are definitely fresher faces which is just mm. it's great to see new faces coming up in popular theater as well like theater that we know a lot of people are going to be going to see because don't get me wrong independent theater is amazing and it's what's pushing us into the next generation of theater but being able to see fresh faces in theater that's been around a bit longer and is very popular it's just Mm -hmm. it's really inspiring to see because you know it just gives us that little bit extra momentum to know that if we keep pushing ourselves and we keep putting ourselves out there it can happen definitely it's it's it definitely gives you that drive to see that there are people who do amateur theater that are in independent theater and that can skyrocket themselves into professional theater and it's it's a beautiful thing to see. You work hard, you keep going, and then you can really get there. Now, on the complete opposite side of things, there is also Friends, the, the musical, musical the parody, parody coming to Australia, which is incredible. I'm just like, I'm so excited to see these. You know, they're characters that you already know and love. And not only is, you know, that context being put into a musical, mm-hmm. but it's being made into a parody as well. And obviously this has already been playing um, in New York a few years ago. So they've already kind of, they know what they want. They know what they're going for. They know the story that they're going to tell. So I'm so excited for them to be bringing this to Australia. Um, They have an amazing director, Dash Crook. So I'm so excited to see what he can do. And the choreographer, Cameron Mitchell, which we obviously don't know personally, but we've done some dance classes with him actually. And he's all about, you know, energy. He's got such a great personality himself and he's very captivating so what he brings to choreography it's really dynamic it's super fun and, and I'm I d- definitely interested to see what he's going to be choreographing gonna for be Friends, Friends the Musical <laughs> but I think whatever he does it's going to be brilliant definitely. oh yeah he's he's so good at capturing character and just bringing energy to it and I and think life. it's going to be you know it's not going to be your typical musical because no. obviously it's based off Friends. It's a comedy and it's also a parody. So it's going to be... designed for the diehard Friends fans and those that also don't know Friends. But it's, you know, it's designed to really take you back to sitting down and watching season after season after season of Friends. Because <laughs> I know that that's what I personally do every Christmas. It's part of my ritual of no sitting way. down and watching through the entirety of Friends. <laughs> Same with Gilmore Girls. Have oh, to be honest, best. still waiting for a Gilmore Girls the musical, but you know, I'll, I'll put, we'll I'll make put that it happen. I think that we should make that happen. <laughs> but I'm so excited to see, you know, what the casting is going to be for this musical and just to see what they're going to be bringing to the table. Also, very excitingly, Moulin Rouge is actually coming to Australia and it's definitely going to be a spectacle and we're excited to see what they bring to it and what actually translates from the film into the stage show. So that's an interesting one to watch out for. Definitely. And I think that was a musical that was always, as soon as it hit Broadway, the next day it was announced that it was coming to Australia. So Mm -hmm. I kind of, I knew it was going to be something that was going to be coming and that we are super excited to see. And it's definitely, I have to agree, it's definitely going to be a spectacle. 
Another show I'm super excited for that has actually already been playing in Melbourne, but they finally announced a Sydney season is Come From Away. I'm now, so excited. if you don't know what Come From Away <laughs> is, it is a musical all about the tragedy of 9-11, but how it brought people together in um, the small Canadian area of Newfoundland. So super excited to see it. I have, got to be honest, seen it on Broadway and seen it in Melbourne. But I'm going to be seeing it again in Sydney anyway because it just, this show warms my heart so much. And if you get the chance, you should definitely go out and see it. So I think we're going to change things up right now. And we're going to move on to talking about our favourite musical track of the week Ooh. slash album. So whatever you're feeling, what have you been listening to? What's your go-to? Ooh. Yeah, I think you should go first. I think Me? you should definitely go first <laughs> while I think about that for All a right. quick second. I have actually, so my boss at work is very into music theatre. And she recently was like, you know, have you seen Joss Groban's album? And I was like, excuse me, what? Joss Groban has a musical theatre album? I did not know about this. And I think that the album came out, I'm trying to check, it came out in 2015 and it has (laughs) taken me until 2020 to listen to it. And I'm so disappointed in myself for first not being able to hear it. But there are mashups. There's a children can listen mashup. There's, oh, he sings, I think he sings Bring Me Home, Bring Him Home as well. There's, he does like a Willy Wonka, little beautiful, soulful song at the beginning. It is, it is beautiful. If you have not listened to it, he is absolutely incredible. And I do not know why he is not in more music theatre in America because his voice and I also found oh, out he is musically musical theater trained. He went to school oh. with Josh Gad, and I did not yeah, know yeah. that. Yeah, and he was um he played Pierre and Natasha Pierre in the Great Comedy yeah. Eighteen Twelve oh, yeah, when that, they did like... it on Broadway. And his voice, it oh. just it's one of those ones that just you listen to it and it just gives you chills. It brings chills. Oh, can listen to that any day. So if you are out there and you have not heard this album, I implore you to sit there and watch. It's called Stages. And you can find it on iTunes, Spotify, literally anywhere. Go into the store, buy the CD. I'm really promoting him here. (laughs) (laughs) Just a free little promo for you, Josh Groban. And he he totally needs our promotion, right? Oh, 100%. He's really, he's quite an unknown um, artist. So he really needs the help from an Australian (laughs) theatre-based podcast. (laughs) And how about you? What is your go-to listen? I think the thing that I've been listening to the most recently is Alice by Heart, which is another new adaptation um, in the shape of a musical of Alice in Wonderland, and it's by some of my save, um, some of my favorite artists. Sorry, which is Stephen Sadat and Duncan Duncan Sheik, who oh, did Spring beautiful. Awakening. It's just, it's another, it's a such such an interesting. In stream. Oh my god. <laughs> it's such an interesting retelling of Alice in Wonderland. I love the feel of it and it really it really has that same kind of feel of Spring Awakening, but it's completely different. It's one of those ones that I find that I can just listen to whenever. I don't have to be in a certain mood to it. I can be listening to it while I'm reading, while I'm writing, while I'm on the train. I just, honestly, if you have the chance, go and listen to it. Same as what Libby said, it's available on iTunes and Spotify. It came out last year. It's just, it's, this music is beautiful and quirky and I can't stop listening to it at the moment. 
I guess while we're on the topic of shows that are coming to Australia, why don't we talk a little bit about shows that we want to come to Australia? I know that you have a couple that you're really keen on seeing. I definitely do. Well, actually one that I do want to see come to Australia that was meant to come to Australia but has been put on a bit of a hold is Waitress. That one, I do really want to see Waitress. I also would love to see Dear Evan Hansen because that is just an amazing show. I think Australians could totally do that really I well. I feel like Dear Evan Hansen it's just one of those shows that no matter your age your backstory where you come from you can relate you can find Definitely. something especially in the character of Evan Hansen that you can relate to. Exactly and I think also I'd love to see Dogfight be a like an Australian professional production of Dogfight. Obviously there's been Ooh, a lot yeah. of independent theater being done with it but I would love to see a professional production of Dogfight. I don't know how that would happen, but maybe the Hayes Theatre Company could do a good version of it. Hint, hint, hint. Hint, 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 but not sure. And, yeah, so that's what I would say. What about you? Yeah, I mean, two shows that I would really love to see, and one of them is actually quite a bit um, newer, is Jagged Little Pill, which is Alana Smorissette movie. Movie? Musical. (laughs) Um, So it's all of her music, and... I, was, I wasn't sure initially when they announced it what the story was going to be for it. but And, of course, I don't want to spoil it for anyone because to tell the story, you kind of need to know what's happening. Right. Um, but it's got all of her music and these really awesome, like, interpretations of it. And just the way it's all been done, I would love to see it done in Australia. It's definitely a show that I think Australians would love. I don't know about you. I grew up listening to Alana Smorissette and loved her. So when I found out, when my mom and I actually found out this was going to be making its way eventually to Broadway, I was like, I don't care how, I need to see this show. I need to see it and I also need to get it on iTunes and Spotify. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So that's a show that I'm super keen um, and would love to see come to Australia. The other one is a show that is very popular on Broadway at the moment, which is the beautiful, beautiful show, Hadestown. (gasps) Hadestown is one of my favourite musicals. I actually started listening to it originally about two months before they announced that it was going to be making its Broadway debut. Really? Wow. Yeah. So it just happened to be a coincidence. I saw it on my YouTube, listened to it, and then like a a few weeks later it came up that it was going to be moving to Broadway. So you've listened to it before it was popular. So Oh, oh, yeah. I was, like, in on the trend before it happened. Um, I was a trend sutter. Exactly. Um, But, no, it's definitely a show I'd love to see. It's all about mythology and, uh, like, the lighting and set design for this show. It 110% deserved to win the Tony Award for Best Musical, which it did. And, like, I... I wasn't even surprised when it did because it is a beautiful, beautiful show and I would love it. Please, please come to Australia. Hades Town, please. Hades Town, please. (laughs) (laughs) To end things today, we're going to talk about our bedtime stories. So this is a section of our podcast that we want to regularly do. Yeah. And if you are out there and you have an amazing bedtime story, so it's like talking about theatre, something wrong that happened, we want to hear it. So feel free to send it to our Instagram over at PS Meet Me at Stage Door or you can send it to us via email at ps.stagedoor.podcast at gmail.com because we want to hear about you guys and like mm-hmm. your bedtime stories, you know, did your costume fall off in the middle of a number? Did Oof. you miss your entry going on for a certain song? We want to hear it from you guys, but why not tell our bedtime stories. All right, so today I'm going to tell you a bedtime story about Heathers. Oh. So, 
So this bedtime story happened on the last show of Heather's. It was closing going night. closing <laughs> night. I was stoked. I um I guess if you didn't listen to our last podcast, I should probably say I was playing Veronica in Heather's, so it was quite a demanding role. But I was going so well that night. I was so excited. It was the last one. I was tired, and. I was smashing it and it was the end of the play, the musical, where she's dead dead girl walking reprise. Where yep. she's like, you know, like I'm gonna go kill this JD. Like and she <laughs> <laughs> I think she didn't have the idea of killing him. I think she was gonna stop him. Well yes, <laughs> but I went to the extremes, you know. So I had, you know, this mallet in my hand and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go find him. And I jump up to a, a second ledge, and it's basically an, a second stage. So they had the the bottom stage, then they had a second stage. And there was cheerleaders on the stage going, hey, yo, Westerberg, you know, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. And one of the cheerleaders, so I jump up on that, and I'm supposed to run across it and down and around to the back. So to go so you're meant to jump back down to the bottom yes. stage as well. And I'm supposed to jump back down, and then I'm supposed to go around. So I was, you know, really, I talked to the teacher and I'm like, I'm going to go find JD. And I go run up and I'm jumping on this, like, part of the stage. And then one of the cheerleaders puts her foot back. I trip over, like, I full on clip her foot. And I go over the front of the stage. I do a full on roll over the stage. And I get back up. It was crazy. I had a mallet in my hand. I fell over. Did a, like, basically, what do you call it, um, a commando roll, back up and around to the side. I was in so much pain, and then I had to immediately come back out, and the whole stage, and I was, like, limping, and there was blood all on my knees, yeah. and the whole audience, it goes, because <gasps> we were there, I was there that night, I was there for opening and closing, and when that happened, I was like, no, I was like, Libby, no, you were so close. And I remember my partner was sitting with me and he was like, wow, she did really good. I was like, that was not meant to happen. Everyone thought she it has was injured herself. Yeah. Everyone thought it was part of it because I just like rolled you, and just kept you going. Because you just got up and went around and came back on like nothing had happened. Yeah. And it was like stage combat acting yeah. at its best without actually having training for stage combat. Yeah, guys, I'm just a natural. Like, oh, what she's can just I a natural. say? <laughs> so that is my bedtime story. Tori, please enlighten us on your bedtime story. I mean, the one that I'm going to tell, look, it was really funny for me because I am someone that is very organized, very on top of my cues. I pretty much, the story is, I was in Sunday in the Park with George recently And I was playing Celeste 2 and I have this scene where the soldier and I, we uh, walk on stage having a conversation about Celeste 1 and how much of a bad friend she is. Anyway, every, every night of the show, I was like, I was on top of the soldier being like, okay, we need to get around to the other side of the stage now. Every night I was like, okay, do you want to come around to the other side of the stage with me? Have you got the flowers? Great. I was like on top of everything. I was ready, ready to go. And he would always get slightly annoyed at me because like I would bring him around super early. But you've got to be prepared. You I'm the do. same. I'm like, okay, have I got everything in place? I need to like, be where I need to be. I have my list. I have my list of my cues written and I had it on the table. And then of course, That's smart. Closing <laughs> night. Closing night. Closing we were night. All reveling in how well the show had turned out, how much we were going to miss each other. And I was just sitting in the dressing room having a good old gaff with Louie. And then uh, the guy that played soldier came up to me and was like, 
hey, we're about to go on and we're on the wrong side of the stage. And I just went into complete panic stage manager mode being like, oh dear God, what have I done? How could I have let this happen? And literally just within a second, I was like, cool, we're just going to enter from the other side. And he was like, okay. And I was like, it's fine. We'll just enter from the other side, do a slight little bit of a zigzag. No one will be the wiser. Um, but that's that's my bedtime story for tonight. <laughs> Me completely being someone that is so like on top and so like anal about getting my cues right, getting my lines right. And of course, I just completely missed my cue. Like almost missed going on stage if Soldier hadn't have come up and been like, hey, we're about to go on. It's always closing night, am I right? Oh, Those always, two stories, always closing, closing night. night. The other bedtime story that I have that I'm not going to tell today has something to do with the fact that I didn't do something for an entire run of the show until closing night because I just completely forgot in the, when you forget the energy to of it. Yeah. <laughs> I've got another bedtime story, which I will say we're gonna, in the future. We're, gonna, we're, gonna we're keeping this one. It yeah. is... The piece de resistance of bedtime stories. Yeah. I hope I'm not talking up too much, but you know what? I think it is hilarious. I mean, I personally haven't heard it, so I'm super excited to I hear it. I am not telling her until we're on the podcast. Oh, because like it's 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 gonna make the wait worthwhile for me as well, not just for you guys. But we're gonna we're gonna save some we're of our own. It. But like we said before, if you guys have any bedtime stories, show mishaps, costume yeah. malfunctions, we wanna hear it. So send it to our Instagram, send it to our email address. And you could be featured on one of our podcasts, because we wanna feature your you guys and what your bedtime stories yeah, are. Yeah, we wanna laugh not at you but with with you you about your bedtime stories so thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast today and for your support with us doing this yeah we're so excited and so 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 thankful for all the love and support that you guys have been giving us and all the love and support you've been giving to kate who created our podcast art so we talked a little bit about her in our last podcast but you can find her instagram over at another average art account on instagram Go check her out. She did our podcast art and she is such an amazing and lovely human being. And we want to hear from you guys. What is the show coming to Australia or the show that you want to come to Australia that you're most excited about? Of course, don't forget to head over and check out our Instagram. Give us a follow. Send us an email. Tell us what you're thinking. But thank you guys so, so much for listening today. This was P.S. Meet Me at Stage Door. And until next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.